Peter, you write that much of the blame for Uber's legal troubles has been directed at the former CEO, Travis Kalanick, who wanted to test the law. Explain that and the support for that. Well, uh, he hired uh, people who uh, shared his view that uh, it was okay to push legal boundaries and to uh, pick fights with regulators in cities all over the world. And that strategy uh, got Uber into uh, a fair amount of legal trouble. And the new CEO uh, went on an apology tour to try to smooth out disputes in various cities. So which problems has Uber managed to resolve? Legal problems. Well, uh, you you may recall it had a big uh, lawsuit over trade secrets theft by Alphabet Inc.'s uh, Waymo unit over self-driving technology, and that was in the middle of a trial last year when a a settlement was suddenly reached. Uh, So that went away. And then also Uber uh, faced uh, allegations of a toxic uh, workplace environment, uh, particularly for women engineers, and a lawsuit over that was settled uh, with a $10 million uh, payment for f- uh, more than 400 women, uh, female and minority engineers uh, over sexual harassment and gender uh, disparity in pay claims. And Uber has also managed to uh, undo uh, an operations ban in London, uh, one of its biggest markets. Uh, and Uber also uh, managed to uh, quietly settle uh, claims that its uh, drivers um, uh, sexually harassed or abused uh, female passengers. Is there a problem still with its basic business model of drivers who are not employees but independent contractors? That is actually one of the uh, biggest issues that Uber has yet to resolve because uh, its business model uh, hinges on paying independent contractors uh, a, a, a wage uh, that doesn't uh, cover uh, benefits uh, and other perks uh, typically pay, uh, offered to full-time employees. And so uh, if if uh, courts in the UK, Europe, and the US were all to decide that Uber needs to treat those drivers as employees, uh, the cost of its workforce would rise dramatically. Are they facing criminal investigations? We don't know the status of various criminal probes which were said to have been in play back uh, at the end of 2017. And Uber hasn't said anything about uh, various probes over uh, fr- from the Justice Department uh, over uh, everything from uh, pricing to uh, allegations of using uh, uh, spyware to keep tabs on its competitors. Uh, and the Justice Department hasn't said anything either. So uh, we, we don't know exactly where those investigations are at. Describe a little bit more how Dara Khosrowshahi is acting as CEO as far as the lawsuits and how different he is from Kalanick. 
Well, uh, he he brought in uh, very early in his tenure uh, new management, including a new general counsel, uh, Eric Holder, who came uh, from the Justice Department. And uh, he has made it uh, a priority to, uh, as I mentioned, uh, travel to various cities uh, to deal with regulatory disputes and also uh, for his um, legal team to uh, resolve outstanding issues, and also just to send a message uh, throughout the um, throughout the company's uh, workforce that um, compliance is uh, important, and that cutting corners, uh, particularly in ways that may be illegal or unethical, is not going to be tolerated. What does this mean for an IPO? Is he going to be able to be on track with taking Uber public within, what, 18 to 36 months? Right. So he, he came on board um, and, 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 and projected uh, one and a half to, to three years uh, from uh, August uh, 2017. And uh, he, he still is on track. The issue at the moment is that Uber has submitted confidential filings for review by the Securities and Exchange Commission uh, before it can formally uh, do its uh, initial public offering. And uh, it's, it's believed that, that that review has been somewhat delayed by the government shutdown, the 35-day shutdown, and that uh, um, the SEC still needs to give feedback to Uber before it can uh, uh, formalize its going public. What kind of impact monetarily did the scandals and the settling of these lawsuits have on Uber's bottom line? Well, uh, initially, uh, it, it, it knocked a big chunk, uh, almost a third of Uber's valuation. At the time, $69 billion, Uber was uh, one of the very uh, most valuable um, startups on the planet. And since then, um, Uber has managed to uh, regain that valuation and then some. It's now uh, valued in the low 70 billions um, and is you know, still uh, somewhere in the in the very top of of, of, I, of uh, startups. So, um, uh, you know, so so the bottom line is Uber has been able to weather these 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 li- legal difficulties, but we don't know exactly how much Uber has spent along the way uh, because it's not a public company and uh, there's not full transparency about. Uh, its expenses for legal costs and such. All right. Thanks so much, Peter. It's a great article. That's Peter Blumberg. He is Bloomberg News legal editor, and the article is Uber's drive to clean up its act en route to an IPO.